Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Well, hello, everyone. Belly up to my bar here, and let's talk about defensive Hall of Famers that are currently active or uh, recently retired, still on the radar. Um, I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. We didn't do one yesterday. But if you go back two days, we did. I did the offensive players. Um, and what we did, if you didn't listen, is I divided them into four categories. In. You know, Tom Brady is in. Close. You know, and to me, there's a discussion there. There's a debate. Um, Nick Mangold was one. Marshawn Lynch. You know, like they're not no-brainers, but they're, they're pretty darn close. To me, Eli Manning was in that group. Um, a little more, you know, like Antonio Brown to me was in that group. Julio Jones. On pace is the fourth category. And that's the young dudes. Le'Veon Bell, Odell Beckham, Andrew Luck, the three Cowboys offensive linemen. So today we are going to do defense, special teamers, specialists, and coaches. Um, but before I do, there was a couple offensive guys I wanted to bring up that you guys made me aware of on Twitter. And I just have a spreadsheet here in front of me with those four categories and, and just all their names. And then I have them sorted alphabetically. Um, Jimmy Graham was on my list for needs to do a little more. And I guess I skipped him because a couple of you guys said, well, what about Jimmy Graham? So he's in that third category where if he plays... You know, two more really strong years, maybe plays four or five more total, goes to a couple more Pro Bowls. I think Jimmy Graham is in. I don't think he's in, unlike a Rob Gronkowski, if he quits this second. I don't think Jimmy Graham gets in, but needs to do a little more. Two other, or a couple other guys you mentioned, and in that same category is Jordy Nelson. But he needs to do more than a little more. I mean, I don't think, I think it would be an upset if he ended up in the Hall of Fame. He has to do more, period. So I put him in that, that lineup. Um, I didn't overlook him the first time around. I just thought that Jordy has too long of a way to go to really even be in the conversation. I mean, maybe if he puts up 1,500 yards this year, then I would change my tune and really put him right in the, the heart of things. But I kind of look at him as a little bit of a declining player, too, that doesn't get talked about. He, I mean... People forget about Jordy. He was, he was fast and a downfield guy. I'm not sure that still exists. Uh, two more offensive players you guys wanted me to bring up, too. And these guys are both in that second category to me. Like, they're not no-brainers. I mean, they're, they're certainly not Aaron Rodgers or, you know, Jason Witten. Um, they're in that second category where I think you can make a conversation for both. And that's Reggie Wayne and Chad Johnson. I would prefer Wayne to Johnson, but I will say Johnson at his best was better than Wayne. I mean, I know Wayne is more likable, you know, I mean, people are going to have a bad taste in their mouth about Chad Johnson, and he ended his career poorly, 
But at his best, he was better than Wayne, and he was basically better than just about everybody in the league there for a short stretch. I tend to think he's not a Hall of Famer, though. Um, as for Wayne, I think he does have the stronger case of the two. That's a tough one. I mean, that position to me is about the most competitive as you can get. I think he's a borderline guy. I don't think he's a no-brainer, that's for sure. Uh, I think he's a borderline Hall of Famer. Into today's show. Uh, also, keep an eye out for these shorts. I'm going to be keep doing probably three or four more shorts this week. State of the Ravens, State of the Redskins, State of the Titans, State of the Bucks. Those are the next ones on the docket. Uh, you can certainly get my Macklin to Ravens uh, thoughts on that one. I'll probably record that at some point today as well. Just keeping you aware on that. So, I lumped all the defensive players. I feel like I'm short on defensive players. A lot more offensive guys than defensive guys. Um, defensive players, coaches, head coaches, and specialists all together. So, in my in category, that these guys quit today, I think they're in the Hall of Fame. Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like the Brady conversation. I mean, like, it's there's never been a more of a no-brainer. He's on the Mount Rushmore of coaches of all time. I mean, with all respect to Walsh and Brown and Landry and Shula and Noel, and I don't know how you argue against Bill Belichick as the greatest head coach of all time. He's probably going to win one this year. So, anyway. I put Julius Peppers in. I have... I'm pretty sure on that one, but is he the is he one of the top three or four edge players of this generation? You know the Jason Taylors and all those guys, and I think he's a great player. I mean, I have him in in the Hall of Fame, but he's not a slam dunk. I think Darrell Rivas is a slam dunk. I mean, he was the best corner in the league for five, six, seven, eight years. Uh, left alone on island, asked to do very difficult things week after week. To me, Revis is an easy one. DeMarcus Ware is closer to Peppers on my chart than he is to Revis in terms of being a lock. But man, he's a stud. Um, Ware or Peppers? If you have to pick one, if they're both on the ballot and you have to pick one, Ware or Peppers, right this second... Peppers is still going to put up a couple more stats, but basically, you know, his resume has been built. Wares is done. He's retired. Uh, but if you have to pick one, I think they both go, and I would condone that. I'm putting them in my in category. But who do you pick? Send me an email on that, or send me a tweet on that. Ware or Peppers? Also, you guys have not done a good enough job at the iTunes leaving comments. That would be very, very helpful to me. More comments, please. You feel like give me one star, but don't give me one star. Uh, the last one in the in category, and this one might be debatable, but I think if J.J. Watt never plays another snap, he's a Hall of Famer. In the Gale Sayers category, the short career, but he's been the most dominant player. He's the best player in the league for, what, four or five years in a row? I mean, last year aside... What he did the three years, four years before that are historically great, are compared to Lawrence Taylor great. So I think Watt deserves, kind of in the Gronkowski mold, that such a special player, such a difference maker, 
that I vote for Watt right this second if he never plays again. Hopefully that obviously isn't the case. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 Alright, this next batch of dudes are the close category. There would be a pretty interesting conversation. I could make a case for or against. Jared Allen. Recently retired. Buttload of sacks. Great player. Is he quite at the Peppers wear level? I don't think, but again, I mean, a, a strong case. Tom Coughlin. And Coughlin's resume isn't quite done being written, but he's not going to win any, he's not going to get any more head coaching wins to put on his resume. But what if he, what if the Jags make the playoffs this year? You know what I mean? Like, to me, that would be a massive feather in his cap. Or the Jags become respectable again with Coughlin overseeing things. I know that's something that you don't really quantitate, you know, isn't quantitative. But I think it's fresh on everyone's mind what he did with the Giants, and he's got rings. But his early years with the Jags, too, were really impressive. So I think Coughlin has a pretty strong case. I think Dwight Freeney has a real strong case. And I would lean, I almost put him in the in category. Um, played in a ton of big games, won a lot of games on the Manning Colts. Um, certainly didn't help us, hurt his cause at all this past year, being a stud in the Super Bowl. Uh, local guy for me, James Harrison. I think he's out. Uh, I think he's in the hall of excellent. Um, still going strong. But he has, you know, the Super Bowl moment with the, the crazy touchdown. He has defensive MVPs. He has longevity. Still playing amazing. I think he's on the outside looking in. Um, I'm going to skip one and come right back. I think the same is true for Robert Mathis. Really good player. Uh, gets shadowed you know, a little bit in Freeney's shadow when you look at the, their careers. Um, I think he's outside. But, you know, some of these late guys, that's where they're at. Um, Devin Hester. Yeah. Best returner in history, right? Definitely best punt returner in history. Touchdowns galore. His highlight film is amazing. Uh, I guess if he... The thing is, for him to go, somebody else doesn't. And that's not, you know, my Morton Anderson argument and, you know, these type of guys. is, Yeah, he's the best at what he did and that's valuable. But, you know, for example, I mean... The NFL never gave. I mean, he didn't make ten million a year. You know, the NFL didn't value what he did as much as they valued their run-of-the-mill average left tackle. You know, I mean, there wasn't, and that's not taking away from him. But for him to get in, if it comes down to Freeney or Hester, like that's easy for me. Here's one that I don't think gets enough credit that I think is not in, but. Pretty close. Haloti Nata. 
superstar on a great Ravens defense is kind of forgotten now in Detroit and certainly is there's no more Pro Bowls in his future and you know you'll look back at his career and say oh yeah he played a couple years in Detroit not bad up there you know in, in Detroit but he was a monster when he came in the league and a fixture on an awesome Ravens defense for a lot of years Andy Reid obviously still going strong I mean if he wins another 10 games in a playoff this year, in a playoff game this year, then goes to Mahomes and over the next five years, the Chiefs become really good, then I think he's a no-brainer. And especially if he, I mean, the Super Bowl's obviously the, the elephant in the room. But man, highly successful coach. I mean, other than Belichick that are still active, I think he has the best case. And we'll bring up a couple other dudes. Um, like Nada, I think Terrell Suggs is in very much in the conversation. Played a long time, still is. Um, had some very high moments where he was considered one of the best in the league. Two-way player, versatile, key component on a great defense. I, I think he's about a 50-50 shot. I got Earl Thomas on this list, and I know he's talked about retirement, but I think there's four or five more great years of Thomas. I'm assuming he, let's say he gives us two more great years. I think he's an easy one. Um, If he quit today, maybe. I mean, I'm that high on Thomas. I almost put him on the in category. I think when it's all said and done, when he does hang, hang it up, we'll say, yeah, that's a Hall of Famer. He's an easy one. But right this second, I think he's close. Love Earl Thomas. You guys will probably disagree with me, but I don't think Adam Vinatieri's a lock. Is he better than Morton Anderson? I mean, I know he's made clutch kicks. I know he has rings. Respect him, love him, great. I mean, he's still putting up numbers, doesn't kick long ones anymore. Just the same argument, basically, with Hester. I'm always going to side against the specialist. Um, I know this isn't what this exercise is, but the, the year that he comes up and gets in has to fall perfect for one of those guys to get the nod from me. Uh, Last one in this category of maybe, and I bet they go against him, is is Vince Wilfork. He's not going to have the stats, but man, I mean, a force, an absolute force. Um, As good as any nose tackle of his his generation. You know, like, I guess we could bring up Casey Hampton. Um, Hampton, to me, isn't in the Hall of Fame conversation. He's in the Hall of Very, Very Good. Um, another guy I didn't have on here, but just kind of dawned on me too, though, is Will, Will Fork's former teammate. He hasn't played in a while, but I think Richard Seymour is an easy Hall of Famer. And I seem to be on an island on that one. You know, that I know he hasn't been eligible yet, but that has to be coming pretty soon. He's a yes for me. And I know his stats aren't going to blow you away, but I mean, I thought he was one of the best defensive players in the league by a wide margin for a long time. I'm curious your guys' thoughts on Seymour and Wilfork. Uh, this category is needs to do more. I mean, some of them need to do a little more. Some of them need to do quite a bit more. But they have a strong resume as it stands now. All these guys are still playing well and, and still putting up numbers. So that obviously helps their cause. Geno Atkins. I mean, to, he has to do a lot more. You know, I mean, last year... Or the, the, the year he was injured didn't really help his cause. Hasn't been the league super long. But a great player. Playing at a high level. Um, 
but we need five more years, Gino. You know, no disrespect, but you know, we're not just not anybody's just getting in. Michael Bennett to me has a much stronger case than Atkins, and big games help. Um, I don't think Bennett's in. I think he needs to do a fair amount more, but he's starting to get in the conversation for me. I guess the same is true for his his teammate too, Cam Chancellor. A lot of these Seahawks defenders are all kind of in the same boat to me. Like, uh, let's skip down here. I got in this category. I got Bennett, Chancellor, Sherman, Wagner, and they're all kind of the same. I mean, they're all great. They're all absolute key components. And obviously, I thought I, I valued Earl Thomas a little more than the rest of them, um, just because I think it's clear he's the best at his job in the league. You know, Wagner's behind Keekley. You know, I mean, Sherman's really good, but has he ever been number one? You know what I mean? Um, so all those guys have been same team, major, major components of the best defense this generation, big games, Super Bowls, Pro Bowls, all still kind of in their uh, prime, I would say. You know, I think there's more Pro Bowls in their future. But maybe to the point where they're starting to play the back nine of their career. You know, that uh, has their best day been is gone? I don't think. I mean, I think they're still studs. Um, it'll be interesting how how the defense for Seattle of this generation uh, is remembered when they're gone, and five years from now when these guys are starting to become or basically are old men or out of the league. Um, how many Hall of Famers off that group? And and I'm I feel like I'm selling Cliff Averill short. Great player, too. Um, also on this list, Vaughn Miller. See, I think Vaughn Miller, though, is real close. I mean, I don't think he's in the J.J. Watt category, but I don't think he has to do a whole heck of a lot more to get in. I mean, and he's still a superstar. I mean, he would have to fall off the planet and for me to say, boy, Vaughn Miller's not a Hall of Famer. Uh, I also, speaking of Seahawks, I got Pete Carroll on this list, too. Um Strong career, strong career. A lot of his best work was done at USC. I don't think that helps his cause, but this Seattle team, same conversation, I guess, is this Seattle team is really putting a long run together, and it gets overshadowed a little bit by the Patriots in terms of dominance for this era, but it's also really rare, and Carroll is the orchestrator of all that. Um, let me skip ahead then to Mike Tomlin, too. I mean, I feel like Carroll... If you got to pick one, Carroll or Tomlin, who do you think goes? I think I'd go with Carroll. Um, I think both still need to do more, though. I, I don't think either gets in now or if they each have two more 10-win seasons and retire for some reason. Um, they both certainly have a, a legit chance to win another Super Bowl. They're two of the best teams in the league. Look like they should be for the foreseeable future. I mean, the Patriots are the big bad bully in the room, but... Carroll and Tomlin, to me, have been excellent. Building strong resumes, not in yet. I mentioned Sherman. Namakong Sue needs to do more, but to me, he's closer than a Geno Atkins, for example. Um, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves since going to Miami. I still think he's a great player. If you go back to my defensive tackle list, I think he was second or third. I'm a Sioux believer, obviously. Um, if he plays five more years of Pro Bowl-type level, I think he's an easy one. We'll see if he can do that. Um, how about this specialist, though? Justin Tucker. 
Now, you've probably never thought of Justin Tucker as a Hall of Famer. Dude, he's kicking better than any kicker has in history right now. I mean, basically over these last couple of years. He's like the J.J. Watt of kickers all of a sudden. I think you have to consider him. I mean, obviously with a kicker, longevity is absolutely huge. But if he kicks at this level for 10 more years, which isn't crazy talk, or 8 more years, and is the best kicker in the league, and is a weapon, I, I think you have to consider him. Um, I didn't put any punters on this list. Am I missing somebody? I mean, I know Leckler was good, but I don't know that there's a Hall of Fame punter from this generation. Last guy on the list, I, I put him behind Carroll and Tomlin. Was reluctant to put him on the list, but I figured, hey, I will throw him on there. Uh, is Sean Payton. Uh, you know, he does have a great offensive mind. Longevity's in his corner pretty much. Has a ring. But I think Payton would have to do an awful lot more. And he's further away from doing an awful lot more. Like, I don't think anyone out there thinks New Orleans has a better chance to win the Super Bowl than Pittsburgh or Seattle this year. So it would shock me if Peyton got in, but it was worth bringing up on him. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details. Okay, the last category is the youngsters who are on pace to go to the Hall of Fame. Um, I had, how many, the offensive, give me an example. I had Odell, Le'Veon, Mike Evans, Travis Frederick, David Johnson, Andrew Luck, Zach Martin, Tyron Smith, Trent Williams on offense. On defense, I only have four. I feel like I'm shortchanging the D here a little bit. Uh, and, and it can't be rookies. Like, I love Joey Bosa, but I'm not talking about the Hall of Fame of Joey Bosa yet. You know, I mean, you got to have a pretty substantial resume that you're building as a superstar. And you don't get in now, but you get the idea. An, an Odell-like resume. Um, and here are my guys for that. Aaron Donald, Luke Keekley, Khalil Mack. Patrick Peterson, who I think is the best corner in the league right now and maybe doesn't get the the fanfare that Revis did whenever he held that title. Um, having a second corner would really help Peterson's cause a little bit too because they do pick on that second corner against Arizona's defense heavily. Um, Khalil Mack is a great player. Um, to me, if you compare him to Vaughn Miller, though, in terms of Hall of Fame status, Miller's well ahead of him and the Super Bowl certainly helps that. Um, love Mac, but he's on pace. Luke Keekley's absolutely on pace. I mean, he would have to screw it up pretty bad, honestly. I mean, he would have to. Injuries are really the only thing I could see derailing Keekley from being a Hall of Famer. And Aaron Donald, with, you know, the asterisk of, with J.J. Watt, to me, is the best defensive player in the league. The market he plays in, the lack of playoff games, the lack of exposure, doesn't really help his cause. But, dude, stud. Uh, and he went pit. How about that? A couple pit guys on here. Who are pit guys? I got Revis. I got Larry. All right. Um, so that's a wrap. Tell me who I missed. Um, and the next show, I will bring those guys up. Like I said, I mean, some of them are recently retired, and I didn't put as much stock in them. I went around the league for active guys. 
Probably we'll do the next show Friday, so we'll do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday this week. Um, maybe it'll be Twitter Friday, you know, Twitter Thursday on a Friday. Thinking about that uh, just to wrap the week up. But I'll do it. Over and out. Take care.